0: It'll be recorded if you do get murdered. Just cool. start start saying things loudly into the I microphone. Will. I'll just drag the microphone with me. And and please enunciate as you're getting stabbed. It's very important.
1: Absolutely. No problem there. Ladies of Strange, I'm Ashley.
0: I'm Tiffany. And I'm Rebecca.
1: Thank you for joining us each week as we discuss...
0: The history, mystery, and theory of all things questionable, odd, and eerie. I don't know why I put on such
2: a perky voice for that intro,
1: but hello everyone.
2: It inspired me though. (laughs) Hello and welcome. Don't like that. I got nothing for you, sorry. I was never a cheerleader. Same. I watched a lot. I thought you were a cheerleader.
1: I was... When I was like six... My mom signed me up for it, and I just played in the dirt the whole time. It counts. But my brother played football my entire life. My sister was a cheerleader, so I had to watch a lot of cheerleading.
2: Be aggressive. Be aggressive.
0: My dogs are being aggressive right now. I was homeschooled and I have cats. You could have been a cheerleader for Upward? (laughs) Maybe, but I didn't want to. Fair enough.
1: We're not talking about cheerleaders today, I'm assuming. So, Rebecca.
2: No. What do you have for us today? Good of you to assume her topic. Wow.
0: I do have something for y'all that I didn't write. (laughs) (laughs) So it could be cheerleaders. It's not cheerleaders. (laughs) I okayed the subject. Same friend who did Stockholm Syndrome, who also did the Burning Tent episode, went down a rabbit hole and made notes because he knew I was moving and was losing my goddamn mind. (laughs) So are you guys... Welcome
2: everybody to the fourth member of our... Beautiful group here. The occult. intern, welcome. <laughs> the intern, <laughs> the intern. <laughs> Are you guys ready to learn about Carl May? Carl May. The um, name sounds really familiar, but I—it's not bringing up anything. Mm-mm. You're
0: probably thinking of James May from Top Gear.
1: I was thinking Ellie May,
0: and I can't remember who's that, where that's from. Well, anyway, um, I was thinking Karl Marx. So. <laughs> no, not <laughs> nope. talking about the father of communism. Carl May was born in 1842 in a town in Germany that makes an English speaker's brain stop, short circuit, go la 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 as it continues on. <laughs> Not actually reading the location, <laughs> but that being said, I'm a try. Do
1: it. <laughs> Do it. We all heard how love Pass went down. Okay.
0: The town is called ernstl Schuldbergisch ressenscherstaufen
2: Yep. <laughs> That's what it's called now. <laughs> Is it girl? I applaud you. That was amazing and
0: so correct. What's funny is my intern actually pulled all the pronunciations for me to learn beforehand, but I didn't. Absolutely <laughs> not. Why would we prepare?
2: So, Carl May. Not gonna lie, when you said your intern, I was like, do you have an intern at work now? Oh,
1: honey. <laughs> it
2: wasn't that long of a break for me to find out
1: why the strange person was sitting outside of my fence. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay so carl may his parents were weavers and because it was 1842 he was one of 13 children nine of which died in infancy oh no that's a lot of dead deaths dead deaths
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ashley i was gonna say dead babies but that's real insensitive ah, so it's I
0: no longer 2003 dead baby jokes are no longer in vogue no no they are not intern note okay i know it's early for an author's note that's more of a ramble but dear lord that's 9.75 years nearly a decade of being pregnant that is just about the entire run of friends can you even can you even imagine fuck no and you only get to keep four
2: oh i mean that part's really sad but also i had an amazing pregnancy and i would thrive on being pregnant for 9 years. Oh,
1: good for, good for you. Years. seems a bit extreme, but uh
2: as long as I'm not like at that 9 month pregnant mark for well, 9 years, like between 4 and 7 was perfection. Well, you would have been
1: at the 9 month pregnant mark for at least a year technically, so it would have been 13
0: months.
2: Yeah. Okay, so that that year would suck, but the rest of it would be totally worth it. Well, it's not <laughs> continuous, but not
0: not the point carl was taking private (laughs) tutoring lessons which his parents required for him to pay for himself so at the fit age of 12 he went down and started making money at a skittle alley wait what no 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 tiff tiffany this is not an alley the rainbow brown (laughs) chicken brown cow (laughs) the literal note is it's not an alley with free skittles we're not talking about actual skittles (laughs) I was thinking something totally different. Okay.
2: One, I was really excited about Skittles. Two, I was really excited about tasting the rainbow, as Ashley put it. So whatever you're going to say is going to disappoint me. It's a form of bowling. Oh. 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 Cal- Disappointing. It's called
0: <laughs> Nine Pin, actually. And so our intern grew up on Duck Pin, and he doesn't know much about Nine Pin, but a brief glance at Wikipedia, uh, Wikipedia Wikipedia revealed a moral panic You could do (laughs) a a band from the first Congress of the Republic of Texas and an 80-year-old woman on a bowling team known for her ability to hit the left side every time. (laughs)
1: What is this game? This person grew up on duck pin bowling, but thought Disney Channel was
0: fake. (laughs) We don't need to go into this. Um, (laughs) Carl wasn't a member of an award-winning bowling team. He was a pin setter where he learned to curse like a sailor. Fair enough. Somebody's got to do it. He worked there for a while until the age of 14. He needed to make a choice to either get a real job, like in the factories, or choose a career by continuing to go to school. So he started training to be a teacher at the Teachers Institute in Voldenburg. The lessons were pretty dry and callous to get through, often prompting May to complain about the lack of poetry and happiness. Luckily for him, he didn't need to worry about that for too long, as two years later, he stole six candles and was promptly expelled. For stealing candles?
2: What was he going to do with six candles? Light them? It was 18-something. Did they have? They had electricity then. Not commonly. (laughs) I think I'm still stuck on Karl Marx because you said not calm, and I was like, not <laughs> communists? I thought they had electricity, too.
0: <laughs> Why well, I have so many notes to get through. We need to move on. After a series of appealing to ye old board of education, he was allowed to continue his schooling at a new university in a different town where the rumor was the school directors took an interest in the students' intimate sexual lives.
1: Mm-mm. Oh,
0: Author's no. note, how's that, how's that dry-ass literature looking now? Um, So Carl pushed through and graduated in 1861 and obtained his teaching license. Post-graduation, he fulfilled the millennial's dream of finding a job right out of school. That That said, he was only a teacher for a week, October 7th through the 19th, after he was fired for kissing a married woman during a piano lesson. I don't know when he learned to play the piano, though. (sighs) He was learning, and that's when he kissed her. So this is extra scandalous, because at this point, he was totally living with another woman who he was planning to propose to. Bum, bum, bum. Scandalous. So with hot for teacher off the table, he was reassigned to yet another new school where he had to share a room with another teacher. As winter approached, things were getting heated in the shared living space as the two struggled to cohabitate. Happy for the holiday break, May goes to the train station on December 24th where he was promptly arrested. His flatmate what? had accused him of stealing, rightfully so because May almost got away with a pocket watch, a tobacco pipe, and a cigarette holder. May. Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> what are you doing, kid? If things are going to get heated between you and a roommate, it needs to be like in between the sheets. Don't steal her shit.
1: I'm assuming it's probably a male roommate. I don't think that they would allow. Considering
2: um. his history and the time that this took place, yeah. Well, maybe my fantasies were just running wild after the Hot for Teacher incident.
0: So, thankfully, one arrest is enough to ruin a teacher's career because before, sending s- before spending six weeks in prison, May permanently lost his teaching license. To add insult to injury, in 1862, after he was released from prison, he was drafted into the military where he was found unfit for service and dismissed immediately. Dude. Ooh. To earn money, he started private tutoring, which worked for a while until someone caught wind of Carl May teaching and reported him to the board. Due to an oversight on his arrest, his name had not been removed from the list of Saxonian teacher candidates. He was given a fine and once more was told to stop teaching. Okay, so he narc. was told to stop. They Did they actually take away his license? Oh, he didn't have a license at this point. But they didn't take him off, I guess, the approved list of teachers? Gotcha, because I was about to say, it sounded to me like he just got fired from wherever he was working. That doesn't mean you can never teach again. There was a paperwork error. So after that, he bounced between jobs, continuing to be a private tutor here and there while doing odd jobs. His primary odd job was grifting.
2: What is that?
0: A known persona he liked to put on was a seminary teacher. There was a record of him renting two fancy interconnected hotel rooms on credit and then ordering multiple fancy women's fur coats, gold, and jewelry. After they'd been delivered, he did exactly what you expected and disappeared into the night, only to appear a few months later in a different town and successfully pawning off the stolen goods. Oh. He's naughty. (laughs) One of his all time favorite ways to support himself was to impersonate an eye doctor, as you do. Like an optometrist? Yeah, like an optometrist. Okay. He bought the right clothes and claimed to be a Dr. Healy or Dr. Holy. These are the English pronunciations. (laughs) Shut up, (laughs) Tiffany. As the sources conflict, which one is accurate? But either way, it has to be the fakest doctor's name you've ever imagined. The Yellow Pages (laughs) didn't come out for another 20 years or so in 1883, so when he claimed to be a doctor, people respected him and often took his advice. He'd go around inspecting people's eyes, writing fake prescriptions in latin and then piecing the fuck out of there before anyone knew any better
1: i missed like man i would have loved to have lived in those days where all you had to do was have the right clothes and you could be whatever you wanted
2: right but the cost of moving over and over again has gotta just like rack up and i'm a needy bitch making friends over and over again would be difficult because like it takes a while for people to build up a tolerance to me.
0: You also wouldn't be able to keep quiet. No. Oh,
2: hell though. No. <laughs> You're like, bitch, look what I just did. I got away with this.
0: This would not have been your career path, my love. So- so the ballsiest of moves was straight up putting on a police uniform, going around neighborhoods, knocking on doors, and warning the usually rich residents of an increase in circulation of counterfeit money. But don't worry, he was doing his civic duty. <laughs> he would happily inspect the household's high value notes. Luckily for the this owners amazing. Luckily for the owners, they always seemed counterfeit. Authors note. I'm shocked. <laughs> Can you pick up the sarcasm and laying down? Can you? We'll add more.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Our intern's the best intern.
0: So May would then take the counterfeit bills, which were multiple and usually in dem- demonstrations, denominations, Rebecca, of 50s and 100s, and nope off with all their money. Now... We all give shit to the policemen of the 1960s for not communicating well between districts, but apparently the 1860s was much better. Every time May got arrested, he was in and out of prison pretty frequently in 1870. He was let out on good behavior, assuming he didn't leave on his own. In 1869, he escaped his unlocked iron handcuffs and ran off to hide (gasps) in a nearby forest.
1: <laughs>
2: he was
0: actually really good at hiding in the woods. He was out there for nearly 6 months. That good being God.
2: Jesus Christ. That
0: being said, he wasn't exactly great at living in the woods, as when he was found he was nearly dead. Oh no. <laughs> Well, that makes it easy to hide when you can't move. <laughs> the police yeah. took no risks and he was jailed for realsies this time for four years. For realsies <laughs> this time. There was probably a literal come to Jesus moment in prison as he had met a Catholic teacher who he credits for turning his life around. He put in a request to move work units from being a cigar maker to working with the prison within the prison library. That's how, at 28, he decided to become a writer. He took his job in the library very seriously, reading everything he could get his hands on and allowing him to travel to far off places well beyond the prison walls. His favorite place to go was the American West, prompting him to read everything available to him. While he didn't write while he was locked up, he did write synopses of the books he wanted to write.
2: Oh, okay.
0: When he was released in 1874, he immediately started to pursue his dream by moving back with his parents and getting a job as a blacksmith's aide to make ends meet. Again, due to lack of yellow pages and Google, he told everyone he met that he had spent the last 16 years of his life traveling the world instead of, you know, prison. And they believed him because why not? He's not wrong. He did travel a really good bit. By reading. I don't think he's actually left the country at this point.
1: No, no, but it's
2: fine because where
1: was he? He was born in Germany, and didn't you say that his favorite place to go was the American West or something like that?
2: Yeah, that was to read stories. about
1: yes uh... <laughs> everything's part. clicking into place. Could you actually hear those Legos snapping together in my brain? Oh, I could. It was one of those like
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so using the money from his blacksmithing gig, he was able to publish his first book. Die Rose von Ernstow, which is the Rose from Ernstow, that summer. Now, it wasn't very good, but everyone needs to start somewhere. So he moved out of his parents, not the basement, the house, and gets a job at a publishing house as an editor. All the while, he continues to work on his own writing, publishing some more books and travel guides along the way before officially becoming a freelance writer. This is when May hits his stride. See, May is one of the best-selling German writers of all times, which is partially due to his Winnetow book series. What? I've been warned to get used to this word because I'm going to have to say it a lot. Thank you, intern. Winnetow.
2: Would it, wait, would it be Winnetow? Don't the Germans pronounce it with a V?
0: Well, that's an excellent point. It'd be Winnetow. Whatever. look at me. Venetos. The Venetos series is often compared to Harry Potter. Why did you write the pronunciations for Harry Potter? You dick. Okay, so these series is often compared to Harry Potter books as far as its reach and fame is concerned. It even had a number of movies made about it. Wow. Now, in fairness, these books were not as racist as you might assume for a book written by a German in the 1890s. They were still racist, don't get me wrong, but it was more subtle than you might imagine. Uh, (laughs) Ah, subtle racism. That's fine. Where are we going with this? Uh. So instead (laughs) of the racism hitting you across the face with a sledgehammer, it uses a displeased cat attached to a wiffle ball and bonked you on the head before throwing the cat on you. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Let me read that again. Okay, so instead of racism hitting you across the face with a sledgehammer, it used a displeased cat attached to a waffle ball that bonked you on the head before throwing the cat at you.
2: Our intern has
0: such a beautiful
1: mind. I'm still not understanding what he was going with there.
0: I, I, I'm assuming it's subtle than not but the plot's got to be good right that's how it got so popular no okay okay well let's unpack that the books follow a 15 year old german boy who was fascinated by the american west and then moved to america to claim his portion of fame and fortune the boy was named carl for approximately the first chapter of the book but then is known as old shatterhand for the rest of the series which is like (laughs) minimum 20 books so Tiffany. Tiffany would love this just because it's 20 books in a series.
2: Oh my god, yes. That's my ideal. So why is he called Shatterhand?
0: This is because he knocks out an opponent in a single punch, what ends up being like his thing. He could knock anyone out with a single punch to the head.
1: Okay, so we got subtle
0: racism, toxic
1: masculinity,
0: check, check. So, mm-hmm. um, intern note, do you put that under special
2: skills on a resume? No,
0: it
1: depends on I what would. job you're
2: applying for. Bitch, I just did a job hunt and my special skills were off the chart. Okay. So <laughs> I would have put that there. You are very special. <laughs> you are correct. I got a job.
0: Tiffany's resume, special skills. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> excellent. Th- so this nickname props someone to call him old Sh- Shatterhand and since that's and since that's how nicknames worked in the Old West for teenagers, apparently no one called him anything else ever for 30-something books. Huh. <laughs> 30-something. How many books do we have here? I thought it was tw- uh, it's at least 20, possibly 30. Who knows? Okay. Old Shatterhand for Friends and Apache. Uh, apologies because I suddenly realized I don't know how to pronounce that word. Uh, Apache man named Winatao who eventually becomes a chief of the Apaches. They have a series of adventures and hijinks over the course of books, taking them all over the old West and the two eventually become blood brothers. Don't worry. Wait. It keeps getting weirder and more plot problematic.
2: Okay. So I'm really into this, um, ma'am <laughs> in a, in a not so into it kind of way, but I really want to know if they like cut their fingers and push them together to become blood brothers. Like, you did in middle school. That's Isn't that how you become blood siblings? I mean, I don't know in the in the 1800s if that's how it happened. We are
0: not Native American in any sense of the word, so we do not know how that works.
2: No, I'm talking about like the middle school, like in middle school, whenever you want to become blood brothers or sisters with somebody, you like cut your finger and they cut their finger and you push your fingers together
0: that's disgusting don't do that
2: did you not do that
0: uh, no no she oh yeah was already
1: blood brother and blood sister with her classmates
0: moving on <laughs> <laughs> homeschool joke remember how i said it gets weirder more problematic yeah yes. so every good person they would come across would inevitably be german immigrant and christian by the last Ew. book, Winnetou dies, but not before converting to Christianity first, and Old Shatterhand becomes the Apache chief himself. Oh, no. Wait, what? Oh, yeah, no. that's not great. That's- no. no. That's one of, not how that works. One of Old Shatterhand's first adventures is coming across a herd of the legendary horrific beasts of the West, the buffalo. Fearless, he kills two of them with one of his many guns, and the next day he kills a grizzly bear with a knife without getting hurt.
2: Does he not use his
0: Shatterhand? Just walks (laughs) up and punches the bear. (laughs) So old Shatterhand has had a week and it's only Tuesday. Also, Also, I have a
1: feeling that the, you said it was the Apache? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I have a feeling that the Apache tribe, based on what I do know about Native American culture, they probably weren't big on just killing animals for the sake of killing them. Probably
0: not. So, this is not going well for him already. Yeah, for all that reading he did, he didn't do all that much reading, or it just wasn't available because, huh, white supremacy. Ha ha ha. Moving on. <laughs> Author's note, quick note about animals in the Winnetow series, real quick, from someone who likes biology and nature and all that stuff. I'd like to have you take a minute now to remember that all May knows about literally anything outside of germany really is from books and essentially travel pamphlets you find in the mail so horrific beasts of the west the buffalo is kind of bullshit because they're quite docile creatures also may was very adamant that grizzly bears can't climb trees oh i'm just gonna leave that there anyway and then the author bears in germany (laughs) no it continues oh okay intern goes actually i'm not gonna leave that there bears can totally climb trees that is kind of what they do <laughs>
1: yeah but do they get my question still stands do they
2: have okay hold on i have a loud keyboard out here but one moment hold on
0: wait what, what are, are you doing? doing to
2: see if they have bears do in germany they have bears
0: yes they have bears they don't in have grizzly germany
2: bears. Yeah, but you think that he would know a little bit about bears. The bear is indigenous to Germany. Okay. Okay. Um,
0: Now, now old Shatterhand had many guns over the course of his adventures, but there were three that he favored and were special. One was bedazzled, (gasps) one was overpowered, (gasps) and one was the equivalent of an AK-47.
2: Dude, no wonder he liked them so much. The bedazzled one, bedazzled one, would be my favorite. (laughs)
0: Bedazzled wine is good. (laughs) Bedazzled. So there's no real explanation about the whole bedazzled thing, other than Tiffany would be here for it. You are correct, author. But there are right. But the other two are legit. The overpowered gun is a heavy barreled rifle that could kill a grizzly bear with a single shot. Author note: Old Chatterhand probably had the higher ground in a (laughs) tree. Sarcasm. (laughs) <laughs> okay. So if that wasn't bad enough. His favorite gun, his magic gun, could shoot 25 rounds without reloading, which is about 100 rounds a minute and effective from over 1500 yards away. This is pretty impressive as an actual expert marksman at the time could probably only shoot off three or five rounds a minute from only 200 yards away. The gun took bullets so small and powerful that old Shatterhand could carry exactly one thousand seven hundred and twenty eight on his person, which is only a little suspicious because that is oddly that is an oddly specific number. But let's just roll with it. Why not?
2: Okay. can I just make a note that our intern is like whenever you're pretending to be a lawyer and you intern, you have an intern who's an actual like graduate and could be a lawyer and you're like, yeah, yeah. You do all this work, and I'm going to pretend to be legit.
0: You're, so you're committing malpractice while your intern does all the work?
2: Fuck yeah. Do you, you're reading his notes. You see this, right? Okay. Um, so,
0: sidebar. Carl also wrote another series of books focused in the Middle East that was basically a copy-paste of his Winital series, but with a more problematic title. But I'm not going to go into that for reasons. I just want to let you know it exists. You. Oh. Uh, you. Teeth. So as the books peaked in popularity, Carl May announced that not only were the events in the Winnetou series real, but he was actually old Shatterhand all along, and everything in the books actually happened to him. He um, also had trophies Jesus. such as replica guns and taxidermy from the American West in his home from his adventures. He started walking around town dressed up as Old Shatterhand with a bare tooth necklace and no less than six guns on his person at any point, which seems like a logistical nightmare, honestly.
2: God damn it. If you have the time,
0: please Google it. The pictures are amazing and kind of looks like what would happen to Tiffany if she had a book series take off. We're we're looking (laughs) up Old Shatterhand? (laughs) Carl May Old Shatterhand.
2: Gosh darn it. Okay, hold on.
0: This man...
2: Unfortunately, that does sound like something I would do.
0: Carl May.
1: I don't want to like him. Oh my God. These totally, I bet you Hagrid has watched some of these movies. These look like movies that I have seen on my TV on the TMC, not TMC, uh, AMC channel.
2: (laughs) TCM Turner Classic Movies. Yes, TCM. There you go. Okay. We worked it out together. Oh, my God. Every- this guy. <laughs> if I were alive during that time and didn't realize how um, problematic no, he was, t- no. I probably no, t- ended up no. with end up as him. No. No, Tiffany. T- no. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> you don't think I would have taken on a persona that was completely outside of my realm?
1: Oh, I thought you said ended up with
2: him. I was like, no, 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 honey. No, no, no. (laughs) Oh, my God. There's an action figure. (laughs) Looks like it's from like the 70s, (laughs) but it's there. Our P.O. boxes.
0: I'm kidding. Don't send us that, please. (laughs) Um, So Carl moved to a house he named Villa Shatterhand and lived relatively happily until the end of his life, even going back to one of his favorite pastimes for a stint, pretending he was a doctor and stealing money. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) so running with the harry potter analogy this is like if jk rowling didn't come out as a transphobe but rather a wizard and she was actually harry potter the whole time (laughs) harrietta potter really who lived in the leaky cauldron while doing card tricks at king's cross for some (laughs) spare change just for something to do
2: (sighs) oh my god our intern deserves a raise So, what makes
0: this Yankee Doodle worth talking about other than the fact that he's the second most famous German author to ever exist? He's only behind what? Martin Luther, probably because he wrote the Bible. Author's note translated I don't know, not my book. Okay, so clarification, audience our intern is Jewish. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not, not my, my book. book.
2: <laughs> Oh my
0: god! I love which him. I'm pretty sure Martin Luther didn't do either of those things. He just made the 95 thesis. but I could also be wa- wrong.
2: I could be. wrong. Martin Lu- hold on? Be my loud keyboard I real he quick. Was
0: hold a, on. Uh, civil he rights
1: Martin activist? Him? But you know.
2: Oh my god,
0: Ashley! That's that's, <laughs> that's Martin Luther King Jr. Ashley aware I'm aware. <laughs> it was a yoke. Funny, ha ha. Okay, just making sure cuz sometimes it's not. No, that one was. Okay.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> I will be the first to admit when I have no idea what's going on, but that was a joke.
2: So, apparently he made improvements to the New Testament until 1545, and the complete Bible of Martin Luther was first printed printed in 1534.
1: How does that Oh, that's not problematic. You, how can you make amendments to a story that supposedly actually
0: happened? What do you think Honey, all the translations are? Yeah, that's
1: different than an amendment.
0: Not really. Mm. Um, so before no. we go down that apologetic ra- rabbit hole, it, we're not apologizing. <laughs> that's an actual, never mind, not important. Okay, <laughs> but um, well, do you know who was a small boy around the time of Carl May's fame? When was his name? A little douche washel named Adolf Hitler. A
2: douche-
1: yeah! A douche washel. Was that that intentional?
0: It is now. (laughs) So just as millennials hid under their bedsheets reading Harry Potter by flashlight, Hitler stayed up late reading Carl May books by Moon and Candlelight. That sounds dangerous under sheets. Um, it was his right. first view into the Americas, especially the American West, and he was enthralled. In fact, Hitler mentioned that he would often stay up so late that his academic performance would suffer. Author's note, I guess in the time before Pornhub, you had shitty racist Westerns to affect your schoolwork? <laughs> oh my god. So as, I fucking love it. So as an adult, journalists reported seeing many, if not all, of Carl May's works on adult Hitler's bookshelf. Well, that's one way to get yourself blacklisted. But just because you have something on a bookshelf doesn't mean you've actually read it, right? Maybe. Right. Because I do have I a bookshelf to, of to read. Maybe for the average Joe, but not for Mr. Hitler. One of his biographers, uh, Joshim Fest, noted that between 1933 and 1934, his first year of being chancellor, Adolf reread all of May's 70-some novels. Oh, now it's 70-something. Okay. Okay. Jesus. Author, author's note as an adult who struggles to read one novel a year due to sheer burnout i'm vaguely impressed like i
2: can't do that and i'm not committing mass genocide oh okay now let me just say that it was supposed to be 20 something of that one series and then he did have the other series fair um, so i'm all problematic so in
0: fact Hitler admired May's works and views on war so much that he not only advised his generals to carry the Winnetow series as a tactician's handbook and got special editions printed for soldiers on the front. He said that Winnetow was a master of tactful finesse and circumspection and the best manual of anti-partisan warfare. He also complained that his officers had read too much Clausewitz. A great military tactician whose writing is still being read in military schools to this day, and on par with Sun Tzu and the Art of War, but not enough. Carl May,
2: who is a children's yeah. fiction writer. Hmm. Yeah. Hitler um had a lot of fucked up ideas and thoughts, and I think this may have been one of them. <laughs> so, but we have all have a
0: comfort series. The one where we retreat into when we need some familiarity and predictability. For Hitler, that was Winnitao and Karl fucking May. After facing a hopeless situation, it was commonplace to see Hitler withdraw into the Westerns. Albert Speer, one of the key architects of the Third Reich, said that for Hitler, the books gave him a weird sort of spiritual courage, like the works of philosophy for others or the Bible for elderly people. Wouldn't that just be the Bible? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so remember that eighteen seventies magic a k forty seven mace mm-hmm. says he said he donated the real life rep weapon to the German military. Hitler spent a non insignificant amount of time searching for this weapon to use as you guessed it, a wonder waffle
2: ah, oh Waffle!
0: good googly that was a sound. <laughs> <laughs> Authors note, it may or may not be important to know that there are a lot of people who enjoyed May's books, such as Einstein and Bertha von Suttner, who was the first woman to be awarded the Peace Prize. He was legit famous, and not only whack jobs liked him. When Hitler died in 1945, he firmly believed that May was the genuine article, completely honest, and even though they didn't have identical political views, a genius. But Karl May wasn't a genius. He wasn't even that great of a writer. Author's note, says the person who read an HTML Google translated version of two chapters of the Win and books.
2: That's impressive.
0: Was just like Hitler. A narcissist. Despite his proclaimed knowledge of the American West and various adventures, it may surprise you to hear that he was lying the whole time. Additionally, you might have noticed what? that he never visited North America, much less the American West, before writing his books. He never even left Germany. It wasn't Shocker. until the late 1880s Early 1890s-ish did Carl decide to visit the places he wrote about, and you never believe what drove him to do it. It wasn't like he didn't have the money to travel prior to this. He was a best-selling author for about 30 years at this point. He had an entire house named after himself. It was actually peer pressure that caused him to do this. Author's <laughs> note. Glad to know middle school tactics work even when you're 50 years old and a millionaire.
2: Oh, same zs. <laughs>
0: lost my train of thought there my apologies (laughs) so two investigative journalists at the time uncovered his criminal record and publicized his alleged travel and research aka his stints in jail um they also found out that he had been masquerading as a doctor again good god dude get a hobby he does have a hobby (laughs) May did a 180 and used his brilliant military mind to execute a PR bliss to fix his public standing. When asked about his time in jail, he explained that he stole the six candles so he could give his sister some wax shavings as a Christmas present. Author's note, I've gotten some Karate Hanukkah gifts, but damn. (laughs) (laughs) So when he initially, like the
1: first time that he got in trouble, that's what they were asking about. And he said that he stole them so that he could give his sister wax shavings.
0: Oh, he was jailed multiple times. So when asked about it, he talked about the time he stole candles so he could give his sister wax ah, shavings.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, no,
0: I knew he was jailed. Uh, okay. I don't like this guy. Nope. Um, in 1908, he eventually put his money where his mouth was and decided to travel to America and the Old West he loved so much. He got as far as Niagara Falls before his health became a problem and returned back to Germany. Didn't
2: quite make it to the Old West. Wouldn't it have been easier to make it to the
1: West
0: than to travel back to Germany? Uh, I don't know how travel worked then. So this (laughs) trip inspired him to write another book in the Winnetow series based on his experience. Authors note, on what experience is a mystery to me, as since y'all are horrible with geography, Niagara Falls is in New York. Fuck you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that much. Thank you very much. (sighs) So Carl May de- only because I had a Canadian coworker. Oh God, who pointed that out, but
0: it's fine. It's fine. Carl May died in Villa Shatterhand on March 30th, 1912, due to something. The Register of Death says that he died of a combination of cardiac arrest, acute bronchitis, and asthma. Author's note: Also, a Register of Death is a place where you look up people's death certificates and information. Seems right up Ashley's alley. Mm-hmm really does i'm intrigued so over 100 years later in 2014 an autopsy and forensic report determined that an abnormally high level of lead and other heavy metals were present in May's system at the time of his death which probably killed him also the smoking the smoking might have also had something to do with it i mean so what do we learn from the life and times of carl may it might be something cheesy like follow your dreams maybe it's something more personal like don't be afraid to bedazzle your own guns fuck yeah but I think it's more along the lines of never stop writing, even if you have done only minimal research into your topic. Author's note, awkward glance at over 10 sources reference for this write-up.
2: Okay, I thought he was going to say author's note, awkward glance at Tiffany, and I was about to be <laughs> offended but called out. <laughs> so who
0: knows, you might be the next bestseller and influence a future dictator for the rest of their life. Dream big and Ugh. keep it strange.
2: Yeah, there goes
1: my dreams of ever writing
2: a book. <laughs> oh, you weren't inspired because I was totally inspired. Ashley,
0: I mean Tiffany, just wants to be influential and loved Absolutely. and be fabulous by shooting bears. nope I'm sorry, bears no, no, were not shot. Never punching bears. That happens. I would no. Never the bears were shot.
2: Harmon animal. He shot
0: the buffalo yeah. and the
2: bears.
1: We said he should have punched them with his shatter hand.
2: No. He punched the bear
1: with
0: the shatter hand. Hold up. We're checking this. Check your facts, author. So he killed two (laughs) of the buffalo with his many guns. And the next day he kills a grizzly bear with a knife. So we were both technically wrong. Yeah, but we said that he should (laughs) have used his... I mean, I guess if he used
1: a knife, he did technically use his shatter
2: hand that doesn't count no no that's holding say you're both
0: technically wrong that's not how that works it's not shatterhand unless it's flying towards the in the air towards your face fair
2: enough i mean technically with a knife you would be flying in the air towards the face so shatterhand was a
0: lie and he didn't actually punch (laughs) anything is what i'm gathering from this story oh he did he did once and that's how he got his name that allegedly for 70 books I will say, James <laughs> just got home, uh, and the f-
1: couple interact- interjections that I've had since he walked in the door, I think, has thoroughly confused him. <laughs> 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 he is uh, motioning of stabbing his own hand, I believe, or shattering his hand. Shatter hand. Guys, we That's win important. at Pictionary. Not Pictionary.
2: Charades. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, Carl uh, May sounds kind of like a dick but like yeah uh
0: thank you intern for noticing that i don't have spoons because they're all packed (laughs) (laughs) because i'm in the middle of moving intern
1: you're on your way to being offered a job when you graduate
2: (laughs) as long as that job is um of very low pay (laughs)
1: pretty much i didn't say anything about yeah. pay i just said offered a position
2: no you said offered a job which implies pay but offered a position does not so on that no. note you are going to be offered the position of being shafted by us
1: so <laughs> keep
2: it going. keep it strange
1: <laughs> wow and on that note Remember, friends. Everyone, including interns, have something that they find odd. Let us tell
0: you why it's not. If you have any questionable topics you'd like us to discuss, you can share them with us on any of our social medias. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Did you just say any
1: of his social medias?
0: Probably. I don't know what's happening. Intern, (laughs) share with intern. Intern, take a note. Share these social medias. I'm tired. Um, We also have a website. And there's an email, theladiesestrange at gmail.com, where you can tell us if you like us or if we said something wrong again. Tiffany? (laughs)
2: If you think we're doing a great job and want to support the show, please tell your friends about us or, you know, contact our intern and he'll do more stuff for us. Um, Keep it strange, lovelies, and don't inspire Nazis. (laughs) Tiffany's words of win- wisdom at the end of every
1: episode is quickly becoming my favorite thing. Remember, friends, don't inspire Nazis.
2: Oh my and keep God! It strange, lovelies. Bye, bye. Aviator
1: Zane. Aviator Zane. No.